Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Hey everybody, welcome to the Thursday edition of the Donna and Steve Experience on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Unfortunately, the biggest uh, entertainment story is a sad story. Uh, Tina Turner has died after a long illness. By now, you have probably heard she was at her home in Switzerland after what her reps called a long illness. And she was 83 years old. So sad. She was so beloved. My goodness. And and just prolific, too. How about selling 200 million albums? That's a good That's a good number to sell. You're getting your music that's out That's pretty good. Of course, she rose to fame in the 1960s as part of the Ike and Tina Turner review with her husband, Ike Turner. And then after escaping his abuse... In 1976, she did what she had to do to survive before her solo career finally took off with her 1984 album, Private Dancer. Great album. That's uh, got the hits What's Love Got to Do With It, uh, Better Be Good to Me, and of course the the title track. And then, uh, you know, and then things got even better for her. She became so popular. She won eight Grammys. At 56, she was hired as the face of a $20 million campaign for Hanes pantyhose because she has amazing legs. Um, And then her 1986 memoir, I, Tina, uh, detailed her journey back to the top and it was inspired it inspired the 1983 movie What's Love Got to Do With It starring Angela Bassett who was amazing as Tina. I think is the musical still on Broadway, the Tina Turner I musical? think it might be. Because... I hear it's very fun, too. And it ends with like this huge uh, montage mashup that is just like super fun. Well, and I think, uh, if I remember correctly, Tina did fly to New York to, to see, see the opening performance, I believe. So it was great that yeah, she well, got to see that it's currently touring across america right now okay so i don't know if it's playing on broadway but it's definitely rolling across this country of ours okay maybe yeah. we'll get it here funny I think that you say did. did we already get yeah. it here? we did did we uh-huh. miss it oh, we missed that dang oh, darn it no, that's one i would really like to have seen yeah. yeah, that one came, I think it was here earlier this year, in Darn March. It. Steve, I blame well, you. I don't know. I This is not great. <laughs> <laughs> now, let, let's find a Minnesota connection, though. So Lizzo from Minnesota, she was in Phoenix last night mm-hmm. performing on stage. And, uh, you know, she, she was telling the crowd, look, there would be no rock and roll without Tina Turner. And uh, she she ended up going into a little tribute song. And so I wanted to play a little bit. Here is Lizzo and then eventually the crowd singing Tina Turner's version of Proud Mary. 
You know, let's skip ahead to like around a minute. Around a minute. There, that's her talking. She's a little hard to hear because the crowd is sort of creeping. Covers that are considered better than their originals. Oh, that's this is one. And this is one of them. Uh-huh. I mean, God bless uh, Creedence Clearwater Revival. Yeah. But that but... was just a version. And the fact that it was just, you like, just sit back in it at first and you just feel like the day is passing you by and then boom, yeah. party. Unbelievable. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So good. You know, um, if you haven't already seen it, I watched this, I think I watched it last year. I highly recommend the documentary on Tina Turner called Tina. It's on what is now called Max. And um, I wanted you to listen to a little bit of the trailer. It's it's halfway in, but, um, you know, she talks about, you know, her earlier career with Ike Turner and then, you know, the abuse and then she's getting divorced. And here's where it picked the story picks up in the trailer. The divorce. I got nothing. No money, no house. So I said, I'll just take my name. And then we were trying to get a record deal. Nobody would touch Tina Turner. She'd play anywhere just to make the money to get by. My dream is to be the first black rock and roll singer to pack places like the Stones. When she became successful, the past came up. Her story reached so many people who felt like they had to keep their secrets locked away deep down. It's hard. One of the worst parts of your life has been an inspiration. No, I don't consider it a comeback. Tina had never arrived. It hurts to have to remember those times. But at a certain stage, forgiveness takes over. Oh, so good. That sounds great. It's such a great oh, documentary. So good, Donna. Uh, I, you know what, too? I, I didn't really know a lot about Tina other than what I saw on MTV and on the stage and in interviews. I always thought she was a little rough around the edges, like a tough girl, you know? You will find in this documentary, she was so sweet hmm. and soft and lovely, but I, maybe it's an assumption because of 
the hard times. Sure. She's a rock and roll star. Yes. Like she's badass. She's yeah. Tina Turner. Yeah. And then here she is just this lovely woman. And I was watching an interview with her on Oprah and her husband um, was there and he said he never read her book. Uh, he has no intention of reading her book. And part of it is because it's hard to read those things about somebody you love. Hmm. And he also, they talked about like putting that in the past. He had been married to her way longer than her marriage to Ike Turner or her relationship with him ever was. Like they they had been together 30 years in this clip that I watched. And just wow, what a story, what a life, what a career. We will uh, continue to shine a light on Tina Turner one day after her passing. Today at 10 o'clock when we get into music, we've got some good stuff there, including maybe her most recent hit that came out just a couple of years ago, a remix of sorts. At 11.30 today, we're going to do Throwback Thursday Music Trivia, the Tina Turner edition, which is going to be a lot of fun. When we come back, I thought, let's just shake things up a little bit. Let's do a few things that make you go, huh? I have an interesting fact about Frank Sinatra, and I was like, oh, this will be fun, like uplifting, and but it's actually about his death. Huh. We'll do that <laughs> when we come back. It's Donna That's and Steve great. on my talk. Hello, it is Donna for Spire Credit Union. You guys, there are 22 Spire locations and over 50, uh, excuse me, 155,000 members, including myself. They have got saving options for, let's see, basic savings. You could do holiday savings, budget savings, money markets. Also worth noting, certificates earn a higher rate with terms from three to 60 months. And when Spire says free checking, they really mean free checking. There's no monthly maintenance fees. Spire also is the official checking account of the St. Paul Saints, so they have a Saints free checking account as well that comes with uh, a custom Saints debit card and new accounts get two tickets to an upcoming game. This is so great. All the convenience services are free like digital banking, mobile app, mobile wallet, remote deposit, desktop, laptop, mobile banking. Do yourself a favor and check out all Spire Credit Union has to offer at myspire.com. Spire is insured by NCUA. Good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve at your service on my talk 1071 where talk is fun. Holly Roberts is with us for hour one, Monday through Friday. Hi. Good morning. And Steven has some random fun facts. Yeah, I do. Kick it. Things that make you go. I really enjoy the music of Frank Sinatra. You know, we were talking about Tina Turner's passing. We'll get back to that uh, throughout the show today. And I thought, we just need a little pick-me-up. And so I thought, what better than things that make you go, huh? Just to get your brain firing in some different ways. And I was like, oh, they got something on Frank. Cool. And then immediately it talked about his fatal heart attack. And I was like, well, I don't have any other ideas, so I'll just go with this. (laughs) This is sort of interesting, though. It's an interesting tidbit about... Frank Sinatra, and sort of something that was happening pop culture-wise at the time of his passing that you would think would have increased the chances of him perhaps surviving. What year? 98. I'll be more specific. May 14th, 1998. Okay. Should Holly and I try to guess what that... Thing is May fourteenth, nineteen ninety eight. Something that may have in couldn't possibly have increased his chance of surviving. No, I'll be more specific because oh. that's vague. 
Wait. Donna thinks maybe she has a guess here. Is it um, the portable um, things that shock you back into a defibrillator? Thank you. No, no, no. Not that. Uh, Was it the monkey heart? I think I will continue to give you a more specific answer. Um, was it the FDA approval of Viagra? Ooh. Big money, big money. No, not any of those. <laughs> All right, what's the hint? Uh, due to this pop culture event that was happening when Frank Sinatra suffered a heart attack that ended up, in fact, being fatal, this was happening, or this was on, so traffic in L.A., was unexpectedly light or abnormally light, which would enable him to get to the hospital oh, faster I than usual. Okay. It didn't end up helping, of course, but... Did... Well, May 14th, 1998. Was what there... was on that kept people in their houses? May 14th, 98. Okay, so like a TV ooh, show? Oh, got it. Got oh, it. Got it. Yeah, I know got she's it. got Dallas? it. No, that was in the Donna? 80s. You're on the right track in as much as it was a series finale of a television, I'm going to say it just for you, Steve, program. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so, wow, interesting. This is fun. Uh, Okay, so my head is in the 80s. I got to get out of the 80s. Yeah, get out. Come up to the 90s. Um, Although this show started in the very late 80s. It did. The finale of Melrose Place. No, Donna, come on. Think oh, major Donna, television Donna. event. Pop culture moment. Oh, Live Aid. Uh, no. no. It's not the 80s. Let's go. This happens with Donna. Donna, may I jump in for just one moment? You're okay. my friend and I care about All you. All right. I'll be Sometimes over Sometimes you're like the person in a game that with each new hint, though they're meant to build on each other, she dismisses them and allows it. Like, she just said Live Aid, as though that was a series finale oh, of a television sorry. show. <laughs> because she's hearing the you last You kept saying hints. event, and then I was going to music. I know that, but we're building on our hints. Uh, 90210, the finale. No, no but about, no. I at least appreciate that you went with the more popular show of 90210. Let's Melrose, give Donna so. a genre. Okay. Sitcom. New Heart. Sitcom. Donna. 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 Come on. Okay. Ah. Okay. Oh, oh, it's Friends. No. It's Seinfeld. Yeah. Okay. I got there. I got there. Wow. Wow. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factors Delicious, ready to eat meals. You know, I love good food, and that is what I love about Factor. It's fresh, never frozen meals that are chef crafted, dietitian approved, and get this. All ready to go in just two minutes. Never get sick of the same thing with Factor as you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week. That includes Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and if you're watching the carbs like me, a great keto option as well. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash DS50 and use code DS50 to get 50% off. That's code DS50 at factormeals.com slash DS50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. You think everyone was, I guess they were, locked? It, it was huge. I think they it had was over so 90 bad. million. It was, well, yes. Well, we didn't know we, that going in. We didn't know it. There was no DVR. It was appointment viewing only. If you wanted to watch it, you were sitting there at Thursday night, 9 o'clock. I think it was 8 o'clock. I think what do you mean there was no finale. DVR? Uh, well, there was I mean, VHS. there was no DVR. Okay. What do you mean? You could record it on a VHS tape. Yeah, but I mean, we weren't living in the DVR generation. I feel like you're being unnecessarily difficult right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Okay, that's so again, cool. Frank, Frank I mean, that's Sinatra unfortunate. had a fatal heart attack May 14th, 98. This is right as the Seinfeld finale was on. So many people were watching that, setting record numbers. The traffic in L.A. was abnormally light, which would have increased his chances, as opposed to it happening at any other time during any other day, of getting to the hospital in time to be saved. That did not happen. Hmm. And that is why it is depressing in the end. Now this on Big Bird. <laughs> Big Bird from Sesame Street. How tall do you think he is? He's got an official height. Seven feet, four inches. Seven, four. We'll mark that down. All right, we'll go to Holly Roberts. I would imagine you grew up on a little Sesame Street at some point. A smidge, yes. How tall was Big Bird? Seven foot two. Seven foot two. Price is right rules are always in effect. Closest without going over wins. The actual retail height of Big Bird, eight feet Two inches tall. Donna, you get the win with a seven-foot-four-inch guess. Hey, yeah! Here's a fascinating fact about Saved by the Bell, which we talked about last week during the weekly trivia face-off. Don't get me started. Against Jason and Alexis. The next one happens tomorrow morning, 8.30. Saved by the Bell, the new class, lasted longer than the original Saved by the Bell. Oh, interesting. Saved by the Bell, the new class, had 143 episodes. The original show with Zach Morris, Kelly Kapowski, only had 126. But do you know any characters' names? No. From Saved it, by the Bell, the honestly, new class? I didn't even know that was a thing, the new it class. Was a thing. Never There was also it. another show called, which gave me Saved by the Bell vibes. Never hit the same way, but it, it was like the RC Cola. California Dreams. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, they. it was just teens dreaming oh. in California. <laughs> That's it. It's all right there in the uh-huh. title. Yeah. There was a guy named Sly, I believe, Sylvester, and he was sort of just like the jokey guy, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then one episode, he takes his shirt off and was jacked up, Donna, uh-huh. like... Like inspiration. I think we have learned a lot about Steve in as much as he loves all the bro characters from 90s sitcoms. Yes. Are you talking about Cody and Step by Step? Because Listen. he inspired. When he Cody rained down justice. To be like them. Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm going to find you guys a clip just for you to watch on your own personal time of Cody raining down justice on evildoers on TGIF. It only happened occasionally, which is what made it all the better. Wow. I'm going to take off for the rest of the morning. Nope, you got to right. come back. Um, we've got some more entertainment news. Oh, let's talk about this Jeopardy champion who, uh, well, I'll tell you. Hey, friends, what's up? Stevie Boy for Origin Meals. Save time, eat better. Origin Meals. It's really, really just that simple, right? I mean, you got all these beautiful nights that are happening right now. You want to get out and about. You want to hang out on the patio, hang out on the deck. You just want to enjoy. You don't want to be locked up in the kitchen. 
just heating the house up, trying to make dinner, figuring out a, uh, a recipe for that evening. No, instead, I'm telling you, Origin Meals, they do it differently. It is fresh, never frozen, delivered to your door. If you're not there when they drop off your meals, it's okay. They'll leave this really cute little Origin Meals bag. It's insulated. They've got ice packs in there. They keep it all uh, safe for you. So then when you get it home, you can bring it in, put it in the fridge, and then you just get to choose. It's really fun. I love going into the fridge, and I'm like, which Origin meal do I want to eat right now? I'll have one for lunch today right after the show. Uh, They're great. Nutritional. They're fabulous. Again, fresh, never frozen. When you use the coupon code MYTALK, you'll save 30% off your first order. OriginMeals.com. We're back. Thanks for listening to the Donna and Steve Experience Thursday edition on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. By the way, uh, we got a really cool um, tribute billboards up for uh, Tina Turner. So yeah. you'll probably see those maybe on your drive to work today. So. Yeah, I saw one downtown Minneapolis yesterday afternoon. Oh, oh wow. Gosh, that's awesome. Yeah. These digital billboards, you can get a message up, boom, just like that. I don't even know if it's digital. Is it has to be? Yeah, it oh. is. Digital. Oh, it has to be. Yeah, it's like Donna. Hey, Nana. No, we had a we had a crew just waiting for the next celebrity's passing, and they're like, "All right, I've got the paper stretched okay, out." Okay, my bad. Sorry. My bad. My bad. I wasn't thinking. It's Thursday. It's I Friday it goes, Eve. Again, I think I just I'm just noticing a trend early in the show. You're just you're char- Here's the good thing: when you're not as sharp mentally. As you can be, your charm goes up. You know what I mean? Your relatability goes through the roof. Yeah, nice save. Thanks. Uh, Hey, let me tell you about (laughs) this. uh, Did you guys hear about this Jeopardy uh, situation? A technicality. Yes, I feel so bad for this person. So Ben Chan had an eight-day winning streak, and it ended on this technicality when he went into Final Jeopardy with the lead. He wagered like $12,201 on the category Shakespeare characters. Okay. The clue was both of the names of these two lovers in a Shakespeare play come from the Latin words for blessed. He had the right answer. Hmm. Beatrice and Benedict. Unfortunately, he misspelled Benedict with a K instead of a T at the end. Oh. And the judges ruled that his answer was incorrect. Oh, rude! So oh. you know what? Here's the thing, though. If he had said that, You're he right. would have gotten the, he would have gotten the correct answer. Yeah. But because he wrote it, oh. it, and you only have to write it during Final Jeopardy. Like the rest of the game is yeah. just oral. Correct. Oh. Yeah. What a bummer, huh? He uh, he did go home with more than two hundred and fifty-two thousand dollars in winnings for those eight days, but. I I mean, wait a minute. I really feel like he should have gotten it because it's it's correct. It's just spelled wrong. Yeah, but once you get up to Jeopardy level, yeah, you're in the big leagues. Yeah, you're big leagues. Yeah, you're gonna get picky like that because then you're gonna get the other folks who are gonna be like, "Why did I spell that?" That's true. He you gave it to him, but why didn't you give it to mm-hmm. me? I get it. I play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Hmm. I've been there. So, oh, but it was supposed to be Benedict, D-I-C-K. Yep. He did Benedict. Oh, I thought it was vice versa. No, it was supposed to be Benedict, which is even m- trickier. 
But like, yes, I think. Well, uh, so yeah. Okay. So it's vice versa. Well, who, who spells it Benedict? Great question. We're going to get angry emails from <laughs> Come on. Of- <laughs> I I swear I've never seen that name written like that. I think it might actually be a different name. Oh. Because if I said, "Hello, my name is Benedict." Oh, Benedict, hi. I'm Benedict. I feel like I wonder if he would have said Beatrice and Benedict if it still would have been wrong. And leaned in on the T if they would have said, "Oh, it's actually Benedict." Well, to your point, I've never heard Benedict bu- before. Uh, yeah. Hmm. He actually, on his Jeopardy little uh, drawing machine, yeah, he scratched out Benedict the first time and then wrote it again and just added a question mark behind it. You know, I'm Ron Burgundy. Huh. wasn't sure, but he lost. And he, he kind of laughed it off in the moment like, oh, geez, what are you going to do? Mm. At least he had won before. That's nice that he was an eight-day champ. Because yeah, if you were yeah, going yeah, yeah. to win, and then you don't, because of that, that'd be tough. I just find it hard to believe that it's spelled that way. I. This is why I think it's a different name. Well, you mean okay, okay, okay. You so know it's what I'm not saying? just the spelling that's the issue. It's just an entirely different, different name, name. I think that makes it, is. it incorrect. Yes, got I think, it. That makes sense then. Yeah, Benedict is not Benedict. Got it's it. It's kind of like yeah. you tell me with like, you think uh, Don and Donna sound very dissimilar to each other, very similar to to that kind of or thing. Just like Diane and Diana are two different names. Mm. They're two different names. Yeah, I couldn't say if if you asked me what journalist recently sat down with Jeremy Renner, I couldn't say Diana Sawyer. That'd be wrong. Incorrect. Right. Carolyn Caroline, don't get me started. I will say this. Jeopardy fans are really passionate because they Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune, they take to Twitter. They go online with their pitchforks and their torches and they say, wait a minute. We were watching this game tonight and we don't think that it was ruled appropriately. Right. I mean, I have a friend who records all of them and then we'll watch like five in a row six in a row it's a great plan we used to i don't know why i don't something happened to our dvr where we're not dvring wheel of fortune anymore such a great dvr show because it's quick and if you're ever not sure what you want to watch boom yeah and you can do wordle right and see if you get the answers you know it, i think it, you learn things and stuff right. stuff, stuff and things stuff and out there maps and countries okay the mm. iraq <laughs> Uh, hey, surprisingly good news for Abercrombie and Fitch yesterday. Apparently they're back. They're doing great. Yesterday, the uh, the retailer posted a surprise profit of $16 million compared to a year ago at this time. They had to announce a $16 million, $16 million loss. So they saw a $32 million swing in their overall revenue um, and, well, profitability, actually. And so people were just like, whoa, what's going on? What did they do different? How yeah, in a year what? did this happen? I guess one of the things that they've done, and this has been a part of, they've, they've had a new CEO, um, Frank Horowitz, since 2017. He's been in there for six years. So he was there during the big losses, too. But maybe they think slowly but surely things are moving in the right Direction. I guess they they have a lot of just t-shirts now, plain shirts. Remember we were talking about the um, 
the the, the oh, looking the, rich, yes, the, yes. the uh, quiet rich look. Yeah, what was that called again? Something. Hmm. Look it up. I'll look it up. But it has to do with when you just have like some basics and none of your clothing has the brand plastered all over it. Well, no one plastered their brand more than Abercrombie and Fitch, Hollister, and Aeropostale or Aeropostale, however you want to say it. But I guess Abercrombie and Fitch, they're moving away from that and just sort of, uh, it's a little more blendy, neutral, not so billboardy. And that's one of the things that people are liking. And one of the things perhaps that older people who feel like an idiot walking around in a big Abercrombie and Fitch shirt because it reminds them of when they were in 10th grade. So they feel like they're <laughs> playing dress up. Well, if it's now just a nice navy blue cotton poly blend high quality shirt and nobody needs to know where it came from. Well, then I'll go to Target. Donna! What? I mean, right? If you're, if it's just going to be basic and there's nothing special about it, they have cute the cuts. Fit. I yeah, will say, okay, a okay. fan of the Abercrombie upgrade, they do give you the quiet luxury vibe. That's the word. Vibe. That's, it. That's it. Okay. You know, at a price point where it's not a $300 white t-shirt. Okay. Because that's what people do in the quiet luxury rock. All right. And you have to be in the special club to recognize a fellow $300 white t-shirt right. wearer. Right. Okay. And that's part of the whole vibe. Game recognizes game. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. All right. Good to know. Bizarre thing, too, speaking of game recognizing game, I don't know if you've ever driven a Jeep Wrangler. <clears throat> I've driven in one. Okay. Now, that's different and only for this reason. I learned of this when I used to drive on my senior year of high school. There's this thing known as like Jeep Pride, where if you are in a Wrangler, and it's similar with a motorcycle, Uh, and you cross each other. mm -hmm. You beep? You wave to each other. You're just always doing a wave. You always acknowledge, just like quiet luxury recognizes other quiet luxury. And I thought it was so fascinating, and it always happened. Every time I would pass another Jeep Wrangler while operating a Jeep Wrangler. We'd both wave to each other. You know who's like that, too? Texans. Te- when Texas people see another Texas plate, they're like, Texas! So it's not <laughs> quiet luxury. It's loud. Obnoxious <laughs> yes, luxury. Yes, exactly. Huh. Interesting. I didn't know that was unique to just Jeep Wranglers. I thought that's what people in the same exact cars did. No. Okay. Have you ever seen someone in a Jeep Grand Cherokee? Doing that, or a Liberty, or a Patriot? No, it's the Wrangler. The Wrangler is this standalone vehicle. Okay, it, it's separate from the rest of the lineup. Got it. You don't see people in Saturns doing that. Toyotas, Hondas. No, Hondas. Not waving H- at each Honda other. Civic. Hi, you're. You have a <laughs> great. You have a great car too. Yeah. Minivans. Oh, good gas mileage. <laughs> I wish there was minivan pride. I'd be throwing up the hay sign all the time. I love minivan life. You know, before I moved here, I had never seen so many SUVs in my life. Like this state, so many SUVs. Well, now it's not just this state. You're right. right. There was, yes. You saw that trend with snow. Correct. I was talking to a Volkswagen dealer six months ago, and he said, it's pretty much all SUVs now. He said... That Volkswagen even stopped making, I think it was, was it the Passat? Whatever one of their, their their real, like, staple sedans was, there's just not a demand for them anymore. I mean, look, next time you're on the road, you're right, Donna, look for sedans. A typical two-row sedan, 
they probably make up 10% of what you yes, see out there. Exactly. But, you know, that's the world these days. But when oh. I first moved here, I was like, wow, everyone drives an SUV. Thank you. <sighs> no, Donna, we thank you. It's been a joy <laughs> doing this so far. And we've got two hours and 15 more oh minutes to do it together. Who knows what awaits us? I can hardly wait. Hey, when we come back, it'll be time for See Something, Say Something. So yesterday, everybody saw something on the can red carpet with Rita Wilson and Tom Hanks. Didn't look too great. Well, Rita Wilson saw it and is saying something in defense. We will hear her side of the story when we return. It's Donna. It's Steve. It's my talk. Hey, guys. It's Donna and Steve here to talk about Tria Orthopedics. We get it. Life can be busy. Mm -hmm. So when your back is out of whack or your knee pain just won't go away, it's important to get treated by Tria. They have convenient online scheduling and walk-in care. Yeah, in fact, we've actually both been to Tria for shoulder injuries. Yep, I went to Tria when I had a really sore shoulder, probably from too much clanging and banging in the gym. Donna, do you know that I work out? Oh, no, uh, you never mentioned it a thousand times. It's true, I lift weights. You know, I hurt my shoulder, and guess what? They knew exactly how to treat me. Yeah, then you recommended them to me, and now my shoulder is feeling good again. Oh, and my doctor was so kind and answered all of my many questions what I would do to have that kind of patience around you rude so if you break your wrist you tweak your knee hurt your back get treated by Tria yeah get world-class orthopedic care with no referral needed visit Tria.com it's why you're treated and how you're treated by Tria hello we're back so are you I hope thank you for listening Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, producer Holly Roberts for one more segment. And here it is. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Party. Yeah. Right. Oh. You got to fight. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. All right. I can't imagine having a party where there are people in different rooms of your house. What do you mean? No, I mean. <laughs> what? <laughs> Hang on. That, that is me... a party. <laughs> you know how like in. Uh, Everyone gathers in the kitchen. In movies. I, outside of your main living level. I can't imagine. You know, movies, people are just like upstairs. In the They're bedroom. in that room. They're in bedrooms. They're in hallways. They're just all over the place. You just want to say, hey, hey, hey. Uh-uh. Out of here. Hmm. hmm I might not make a great host. Although <laughs> I'm saying this out loud. That was your first clue. Um, yeah, I know what you're saying. You know, the worst thing about parties is when... The people. No, oh. it's like everyone's like jammed in the kitchen. You could have the tiniest kitchen. Everybody's going to be standing in the kitchen. When I was growing up, I'm trying to think, did we hang in the kitchen? I thought everyone hung out in the living room and just sat around on the couch. But no, everyone wants to be where the food is. Get out of here. <laughs> it is such a gathering spot. Square You're right. Yeah. Size be darned, too. It's like, it's okay, I'll, I'll squeeze it next yeah, year. Yeah, it's the weirdest thing. And you, you look out at all this furniture, made for butts. Right, made for sitting. That's why it's there. But you're all standing in the kitchen. What's the deal? 
Anyway, uh, let's talk about Rita Wilson responding to the picture that looked like Tom Hanks and she were yelling at a guy on the red carpet at uh, Cannes. So she is setting the record straight. Okay, so they're on the red carpet. Tom Hanks has got his finger like pointed at a guy. He's got this look on his face like he's mad. Rita Wilson didn't look so mad. She just kind of looked like, ah. So the Rita took to social media to um, talk about that. She says she and Tom were not freaking out on the guy. They were just trying to figure out what he was saying. Mm. This is called, I can't hear you. She said, people are screaming. What did you say? Where are we supposed to go? But she went on to say that that does not sell stories. Mm. Nice try. Video would help. Yeah. Because then you might see him lean, lean down and say, what did you say with his finger out, you know? What? I can't hear you. It's so loud. Right. Right. No, I get it. I get it. I don't know. Uh, that's possible. There's I a wanna... language barrier, maybe. Yeah. I want to give them the benefit of the doubt. I feel like they've earned it by and large sure thank you donna (laughs) thank you you beat me to the punch i really wanted to thank you for what you had to say (sighs) now i tell you something that i saw and don't feel great about it but i'm not totally opposed although right now i'm committing some sort of fashion crime I am too. Don't worry about it. I'll have something. I'll have female fashion trends that make you look old coming up after the College of Pop Culture Knowledge at 1032. Oh, Mm-hmm. Gen Z has canceled skinny jeans for men now as well. They took aim at women a while back. They got all upset with you all about where you're parting your hair and stuff like that. Well, anyway, I guess now on TikTok, they're saying, dudes, be done with the skinny jeans. They're done. There's a TikTok trend. Men are showing their style transformations after ridding their wardrobes of the dreaded skinny jean. Hmm. There's a content creator named Marco Karate. Karate. Hmm. Not spelled like the martial arts. Revealed how his fashion sense improved after he ditched skinny jeans. He opted for wider leg trousers, cargo pants, hello 1990s, and relaxed denim as well, I really have an issue with cargo cargo pants with the side pockets. Mm-hmm. If I'm hiking and it's a survival thing, sure. Otherwise, that giant pocket on the side really I struggle with it. But some people love it. You know what I? You know what we can get rid of is cargo shorts. Well, yes, and I would encourage men. If I might speak to my fellow man, sure, gentlemen. Hey. It's Stevie Boy for fashion. If you're wearing jeans, excuse me, if you're wearing shorts in general that come to your knee, they cut your kneecap off or they rest just just right at the top of your kneecap bone or, heaven forbid, below your kneecap, whatever you think it's doing for you, lengthening you, making you look taller, et cetera, it's actually doing the opposite. And I committed this this fashion crime for a long time, but my encouragement is this. Look for a seven-inch inseam short. Most are sold that are nine, some even ten. 
The five-inch ones you'll put on and you'll be like, this is too crazy. Those are almost like runner shorts, so I get not being comfortable there. Seven-inch, you want there to be a gap of between your bottom of the short and the top of your knee. And I see it all the time now, and I'll see a guy, and I just think, oh, if those shorts were just up two inches, take two inches off of that, two inches off of that, it's a, it looks more classic. It makes it actually elongates you. It's better. My my call to men in cargo shorts, you need them to be longer because for them to fit those big A pockets, they have to be longer. And they're always like riding right to the middle of the guy's knee. Don't oh, do it, guys. Oh, and then people are putting stuff in the in their pockets, their wallet, their keys, their, their sunglasses. <laughs> oh, figure out a new way to carry your stuff. Yeah. May I recommend Chubby's shorts? For the gentleman. Yes. In life. Speak about chubbies. Yes. <laughs> I will. Okay. The brand of shorts and uh, <laughs> menswear. Their shorts, Steve. Yeah. Are hemmed at that exact point above the knee, but they aren't extremely high. Yeah. They look quite nice. They do a five and a half inch. They sure do. Inseam. Yep. Um, and they've got stretch to them as well. Those are a little short for my liking but donna if you had to choose between chubbies coming five and a five and a half inch inseam or like a 10 inch inseam i am telling you you don't need the bro who looks like he just went to Lollapalooza. right you don't need that no because your pukachan necklace is not going to balance your proportions i'm sorry it just won't you always think it will you know what this ensemble's missing puka oh my gosh okay yeah those are better than what you're you were describing earlier oh man long shorts i mean i see it listen i'll tell you where you'll see it if you're thinking i don't even know at the at the fair at the pool yes always offer a higher swimsuit there uh but at the fair just look around you will see a lot of ill-fitting men's shorts in my opinion i am not a fashion icon i'm just that's one thing i've learned is we call them uh grown-ass man shorts let's just bring them up a little bit we don't need to be down there. We don't need to pretend All that right. we skateboarded into work today. <laughs> Just shorten your shorts. Who wears short shorts? Hopefully more men wear oh short shorts. Oh, my gosh. I love With it. With that, our live band, our house band, Billy, Gene, thank you guys for being here. Um, they're playing us out to break. Holly will take off from our show and make way for the Zamboni. Thank you, Holly. Bye. Bye. We're going to touch a little more on uh, Tina Turner when we come back. There's uh, Tina was actually the inspiration for a classic country song. We'll get to uh, that and some more stories that have to do with Tina Turner today. That's next.